Welcome to the Brilliant Choices Audio Show, where we tell you about brilliant choices to have a smile that'll last a lifetime. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Brilliant Choices Podcast. I'm Lori. I'm your host, and we have Noelle Copeland with us today. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm good. I know that your background as a dental hygienist and also as a oral oral care specialist for Brilliant Oral Care, you probably get a lot of questions about a very common issue for many people, and that is sensitive teeth. So mm-hmm. let's jump in and let's just tell our audience what causes teeth to be sensitive. Well, honestly, it's can be a number of things from people that may have a broken or fractured tooth, they don't even realize it, um, to grinding the teeth, clenching and grinding, uh, to having thin enamel, to having um, erosion or abrasion from brushing your teeth too hard. Um, And then there's a genetic factor to it as well. The enamel thickness, so the enamel is like the outer shell of the tooth that you see, the white And then there's an inside portion of that um, tooth that's called the dentin. And that's where the sensitivity happens. But the enamel on the outside of the dentin, um, it's a different size and thickness in everybody. It's kind of like a fingerprint. And it's not really something that you can measure um, from patient to patient. So, you know, you might have genetically thinner enameled teeth. I don't know if you hear some people, they'll say, oh, my family, we have soft teeth. And what people mean when they say that is like, we have lots of tooth problems. And I find a lot of times when people will say stuff like that is because they tend to have thinner enameled teeth. So when something does happen in the environment of their mouth, they're just way more susceptible to the side effects of it. So for most people, um, I think that their sensitivity comes from um, either lack of oral care. And I, I almost bear not to say this, but not too much oral care, but brushing too aggressively. Um, there's, we call them scrubbers in the dental industry. This is people that just will get in there and they'll scrub really hard. Um, and you can literally brush away, not only your teeth, your enamel and your teeth, but also your gums. Um, and I, I'm actually kind of one of those people. <laughs> it's hard, I'll, I'll get in my mouth and I'll brush a little too hard and I'll catch myself and I'll kind of back off. Um, but yeah, I mean, sensitive toothpaste over the past 15 years has slowly become like the number one toothpaste that people will buy is a desensitizing toothpaste. And I think that's because, um, of our lifestyles, you know, we're stressed out more, we're, you know, we're clenching and grinding our teeth, we're scrubbing our teeth too hard, or we're forgetting to brush our teeth. So we have cavities and we have abrasions on the, on the gum line. So there's just this wide range of reasons why your teeth could be sensitive. Well, I know the most talked about thing is this sensitive toothpaste. There's hundreds of brands, commercials are everywhere. So is there any reality to it? Do these toothpastes actually make a difference? Do they work? Yeah, they do. They actually do work. Um, I, I keep several different kinds of toothpaste and I do keep a desensitizing toothpaste for when I need it. So the thing with the desensitizing toothpaste is they're great and they work, um, but they work only when you use them. So it's not long lasting. So if you're going to use a desensitizing toothpaste and have it be effective every day where you're not having sensitivity when you're having ice cream or you're, you know, 
eating something temperature um, that may be a trigger for you, you have to use it every day. Um, it's, I think it's like 24 hours it wears off. So if you used it one day, if you're going kind of back and forth, you're not really going to reap the full benefits of it. So um, it does work, but it's not a fix. It's just a symptom treater. So what it does is the desensitizing toothpaste, when those tubules, the dentin part of the tooth, the sensitive part I was telling you about on the inside underneath the enamel, when those get exposed or when they're larger than somebody who doesn't have sensitive teeth, the sensitive toothpaste kind of plugs them and it fills them in and, and it puts a coating over the teeth. So it kind of blocks that signal of pain or, or tenderness that you get, um, but it wears off. Another alternative to the toothpaste that is done a lot in offices now is what's called a fluoride varnish. So fluoride can desensitize the teeth as well. Um, and it's a little bit, well, it's not a little bit, it's a lot more effective long-term. So at the end of a dental appointment or a cleaning, uh, you can request a fluoride varnish on the teeth and it's like this little sticky gel. They'll paint it either on specific areas or all over the teeth, um, and it stays, the, the initial coating stays until the teeth are brushed for the first time after. So you're usually told to, you know, don't drink anything really hot that'll pull it off and don't brush your teeth till right before you go to bed tonight so that it can be fully absorbing into the teeth during that time frame. But it lasts for several months. So the benefits of it last for several months. So you need to have it reapplied pretty much every time you go um, into the dentist for an appointment. If you have really bad sensitive teeth, you may need to go in in between and have it reapplied. People, that's pretty interesting. I, I hadn't heard about that. Now, mm -hmm. people know all about the sensitive toothpaste, but there is actually such a thing as a sensitive toothbrush. And yes. I do know that Brilliant has one. Can you kind of speak to how it's different and how it can help people that have sensitive teeth issues? Yeah, so I think this is where most people get their sensitive teeth from to begin with, um, is because they use a toothbrush with bristles that are too hard, and they brush the enamel and the gums away. Um, and so I'm not even really sure why there's still hard and medium bristled toothbrushes on the market, because nobody needs to use one unless you already have false teeth. <laughs> And then you use something firmer for your false teeth or your dentures. But if you've got natural teeth in your mouth and you want to keep them, you want to use a soft, a sensitive, or even an extra soft toothbrush. Um, and the benefits of that is that it's not as abrasive. If you're doing regular oral care, um, which everybody should be doing, and if you're taking care of your teeth, you shouldn't have a whole bucket load of junk in your mouth. Now, if you go weeks or months without flossing, you're going to have significant buildup underneath the gums and in between the teeth. Um, and no toothbrush is going to be able to get to that and reach it. It's just not, it's just not meant to do that. That's what flossing is for. And that's what regular daily oral care is for. <clears throat> but if you're doing your regular care on a daily basis, using a softer bristled toothbrush not only is effective at removing the plaque and removing the bacteria in the mouth, it saves you from brushing too much of the enamel of the teeth away your teeth are meant to last your whole lifetime if you take care of them. If you don't take care of them, they're gonna wear down a lot faster. 
um, and they're going to be subjected to being more prone to things like cavities and just breaking. Is there anything um, other than the sensitive toothbrush, um, the sensitive toothpaste, uh, the fluoride treatments that you're talking about, the dentist, is there anything hands-on, day-to-day, anything else, any other tips that people with sensitive teeth can do to kind of help the sensitivity, the pain, the, you know, I really want to eat an ice cream, but I can't, I know that's me. I I can't bite into an ice cream because of mine. So is there anything that we can do on a day-to-day basis kind of at home other than the toothbrush, toothpaste, dental treatments that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Um, let's see, day-to-day. I mean, I think if, if you're, you're, Using a desensitizant, like if so, you're you're saying that you have sensitive teeth so much that you feel like you can't bite into an ice cream. Is that is that your experience? Yes, it's been that way my whole life. Yeah. So, one of the things I would tell you to do um, is to have your dentist evaluate whether or not you have enamel that's worn down so much that you may need to have the enamel replaced. Like I have several areas like that in my mouth where I have um, a cervical filling at the gum line. And this is because of um, genetic recession, but also recession from clenching and grinding my teeth. So if I don't have these little, they're almost like Band-Aids. They're, they're, they're cosmetic, but they're also functional and that it's just covering up the exposed dentin. I find that when when the toothbrush or the desensitizing toothpaste doesn't work, there's something else mechanical, physical going on where you're missing the enamel of the tooth because the sensitivity is coming from the dentin and it's either exposed or it needs to be covered up. So I would evaluate maybe needing to have, you know, some fillings done. Yeah. And I know you, you wrote a really great blog about this and it's actually, um, on the Brilliant Oral Care website that I, I would direct our, our readers to, to go to and, and take a good look at that. On there, you mentioned also um, xylitol. So can xylitol have any kind of help for people with sensitive teeth? Yeah, xylitol is very similar in function to uh, fluoride. So it helps to remineralize. So it replaces a lot of the things that um, we can remove just from normal eating and drinking um, on a daily basis. So it helps to remineralize the teeth. It helps to prevent and control bacteria from sticking and adhering. Um, But the remineralization is is really helpful. Anytime the tooth is demineralized and you're you're missing those protective properties, uh, that's when sensitivity can be more severe. So like, for instance, Every pregnant mom knows the feeling of being just nauseous or actually throwing up while you're pregnant. I was like just sick for three months. And so I'm sure everybody has that experience with the feeling of what your mouth feels like after that. And it feels just dry. And it's just, you feel like something is missing. Something was there and now it's gone. And that's the mineralization of the teeth and the whole mouth. So the acid strips and pulls all of that away. So that's an extreme amount of acid because it's gastric acid, um, and so it has an immediate effect. But we have acid in our diets that does the same thing that we just don't even realize. So there's acids in foods and coffee and tea. Um, And so when we're having these things that 
are is pulling those protective properties out of the mouth and out of the teeth using xylitol, whether it's in a, a gel, whether it's in a gum or um, a rinse, it helps to remineralize those parts of the mouth that have been affected from acid um, acid wear or acid uh, you know exposure. And as always, asking your dentist and, and your dental hygienist who frequently sees you and kind of knows your own personal history and, and can see for themselves kind of what's going on with your oral health, you know, it's always best to ask them what they think is best. And, you know, they'll a lot of times recommend products that they've tried, um, that they've read about, that they've studied. And I know they're always the first kind of go-to as far as information is. Yeah, because even when you have good hygiene and you're taking care of your mouth, you can't see inside your mouth. I mean, <laughs> I've tried to clean my own teeth <laughs> several times and it just doesn't work. <laughs> I just can't clean my own teeth. So um, you need that team of people that are <laughs> up inside your mouth that know what your teeth look, they're documenting it, and they notice the changes that you're not necessarily going to notice. Um, and so that was the case for me with clenching and grinding my own teeth. I I knew that I did it some, but I didn't realize <clears throat> how bad I was doing it until they started tracking it and measuring it for me. And I was like, oh, wow, I've worn that much of my enamel down. So it's it's the same kind of similar process. Instead of me brushing away my enamel, I'm grinding it away at night when I'm stressing and <laughs> trying to get some sleep. Um, and so, you know, if I hadn't had them checking that for me, I wouldn't have gone through the steps I did afterwards of getting a guard and, and doing some decompression, you know, exercises for my jaw and for my bites. And um, so all of those things were just part of the treatment. Yeah, I know during a stressful period that my hygienist had mentioned that I was doing that and I didn't realize I was doing it. So I was obviously doing it during my sleep. And it was mm -hmm. a very stressful time in life. And, you know, our body reacts to stress, whether we realize it or not. So that was one of the ways my body was reacting to stress. So that was part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I just did this this week. I was, I, and I knew what it was from. And I just was, I woke up the next morning. Actually, I went to bed knowing that I've been clenching my jaw. And then woke up the next morning with just a raging headache and a neck ache from just having activated that entire, you know, head skeletal system all night long, just working away the yeah. process. Whatever my brain was doing was taking it out on my jaw and my teeth. And I and I still feel it in my teeth, you know, today. My teeth just, every time I drink um, my cold water, it just, my feet, my teeth feel a little bit more sensitive. And I know it's from what I did two nights ago, grinding my teeth to death. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I mean, if it happens to us, I know it happens to a lot of other people. Yeah. Well, you've given us a lot of good tips today, and I hope this helps some of our listeners out there that struggle with the same thing, kind of send them in a, in a good direction to go to. And um, I, this is just one of many really great blogs that you've written on the Brilliant Choices um, blog post that's on our site, brilliantoralcare.com. So I highly encourage people to go and check that out. I mean, you just cover a wide range of topics and they're very insightful. I know I, I learn a lot by reading them. So I do encourage our, our listeners to go there too and, and look up some of the other topics that you cover because it really is a good educational eye-opening thing to, to learn things about 
our oral health and how it can affect everything else. And hopefully we've helped some people out there today. And I thank you for that. And I do look forward to talking to you again next time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, Lori. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.